What's up, Cigar Club family? Welcome back to another episode of the Cigar Club podcast. I'm Pew, and thank you all so much for tuning in and leaving your thoughts and feedback below on each episode. Uh, if this is your first time joining us, the Cigar Club podcast is where we talk about all things cigars with you, the Cigar Club family. On today's episode, I'm going to be going over my top five cigars of 2023 that were new to me, as well as my top five new releases of 2023. Uh, so go to a little more detail there. When I say my top five cigars of 2023 that were new to me, it doesn't necessarily have to be a cigar that came out this year or last year. It's just a cigar that I had smoked for the first time and therefore new to me. But before we hop into today's episode, I am smoking the J London Telephone Booth Series 2. Um, this is uh, this is one that has the green phone booth on it. It's a 6x56 Toro. Uh, it uses a Mexican San Andreas wrapper. The binder and filler are both undisclosed. Uh, this is the first time I'm smoking Series 2. I have previously smoked Series 1, which I believe was a blue or red phone booth, uh, but really great small boutique brand, already ashing everywhere, wonderful smoke output, and so really excited uh, if this uh, see how this one compares to Series 1. Wonderful smoke output, um, really, really great aged tobacco, um, on the retro hail, you can kind of pick up some of that umami flavor. Just, you know, there's something about aged tobacco that when you smoke it, it's just instant, instantly noticeable. Um, so great start to that. I haven't had a cigar in a few days. It's been very cold here in Alabama. I uh, went on a cruise for a little while. So my uh, cigar smoking catalog is certain to start, certainly starting to get backlogged. So I'm excited to finally get a uh, cigar in. Um, now, before I jump into my top fives of 2023... Uh, I wanted to share some of y'all's top cigars uh, on Instagram. We reached out to, uh, we put a poll up on Instagram asking y'all what were some of your favorite brands, favorite cigars of 2023, and uh, we're going to jump into that right now. So let's see here. Uh, we've got a couple great responses. Um, GD Vorsky 87 says Alec Bradley Magic Toast Chunk. I think it's a great cigar, great call out. I was hesitant when I first received the uh, Chunk Vitolas out of Alec Bradley. They have a couple of them. Uh, Magic Toast is one. Gatekeeper's another. Kintsugi's another. And I think there's maybe one or two other uh, uh, Vitolas in Chunk. But to me, the Kintsugi and the Magic Toast stood out. I'm not a huge 60 ring gauge smoker, but there's something about that cigar, but there's the timing of it in the fall um, or just that size in general. It doesn't smoke like a 60 ring gauge. I believe it's a 4 by 60 for that Chunk Vitola. Great smoke, great smoke output, and all those typical flavors that you'd associate in Magic Toast or with Magic Toast are prevalent and ramped up uh, in that Chunk Vitola. T-S-Y-M-B-A-L-11 says the HVC 500 from the Valentine's, Valentine's Day box blew them away. Another great cigar, great release by HVC. I believe that was the uh, Salomon uh, Vitola Anything HVC puts out is going to be fantastic. Uh, I love all of their limited releases that they do, as well as the limited Vitolas that they do, um, whether they're limited or a new line. They just came out with the Hot Cake, a uh, little co short Corona. I think it's like a three and a half by 44 or 46. Uh, just incredible sizes all around and great value uh, with HVC. We have two people uh, coming in with Tenorio. We got Miguel Rabiu and uh, Alejandro Balasar, both saying the Tenorio Connecticut. This was a new brand that we introduced in boxes this year, just a few months ago. 
Um, so really great to see a brand new brand that we've introduced uh, come in on some of people's uh, top cigars of the year. This is a brand that uh, reached out to us beginning of the year, I want to say. They sent me some samples to smoke through. Uh, fell in love with their cigars made at the greatest factory in the world, Tabacalera La Isla with Ostos. So you knew right away that it was going to be an amazing cigar. But that blend that they put together is absolutely fantastic. I personally love that cigar with espresso, but coffee goes great with it. Red wine goes great with it as well. Um, really lends itself to pairing with any on the kind of lighter side of things. So if you're thinking like red wine, dark red wine is on the dark side of things, light bourbon, coffee, espresso to me are on that lighter side of things. Uh, they go really well there. And then finally, Sam Hopkins coming in with Black Honey 2023. Uh, this was a release that has been, I want to say since 2018 was the last release. So that's what, seven years in the making, six years in the making uh, out of Warp Cigars. This was a Vitola or a blend that he had released back in 2014 or 2016 with great praise, came out with it again in 2018, and then finally re-releasing it here uh, in 2023. And according to Kyle, this blend won't come out again for at least another six years. So if you haven't had a chance to smoke the new Black Honey, be sure to go out and find a box because you're going to want to smoke it and you're going to want to hold on to it and uh, uh, smoke that until the next release comes out. And funny enough, speaking of Black Honey, uh, I was going to smoke that one today, but I couldn't find it. So I haven't smoked the uh, the latest 2023 yet, but uh, we I have one. I just need to actually get around to smoking it. So I'm going to start this show off here with my top five cigars of 2023 that were new to me. Once again, these are going to be cigars that aren't necessarily new to 2023, but were new to me in terms of smoking them for the first time. Uh, I don't, I actually, these are in a particular order. So I'm going to start with number five. This was a cigar that we shipped this year and uh, would have been in some of your boxes. And I believe we did an earlier podcast, if memory serves, that uh, we were actually smoking this cigar. I don't think it was actually centered around this cigar, but we were smoking during the episode. And that's going to be the Caldwell Lost and Found Forever Fresh Broadleaf Lonsdale. Um, this is a six and a half by 42 Lonsdale with a Broadleaf Maduro wrapper featuring Nicaraguan binder and filler. There was, uh, I, I distinctly remember smoking this cigar on the podcast and just being blown away by its depth of flavor. Uh, it, it was a, a full bodied cigar, but it didn't feel full bodied to me. I had previously smoked a few lost and founds, but um, really, 2023 was a year where I kind of really started to dive into their por portfolio. Uh, many of you will have or have had a lost and found uh, cigar in your box by the time you're watching this. And uh, just really impressed with the quality that Robert ben Robert Caldwell has been able to find in these lost and found series. Uh, a lot of these cigars are limited in production and are cigars that maybe had been left over at a factory or a warehouse um, a similar comparison would be Orphan Barrel uh, Whiskey, where they go and find leftover barrels and do a small bottling run um, from those leftover, quote-unquote, Orphan Barrels. So same thing here. These are cigars that have been lost and found. And I think it's, some of them have been so good that Robert has gone and tried to actually replicate, replicate and reproduce that blend um, for an actual kind of continued release. So that comes in at number five to me. I don't know actually know when that was officially released, but 
Uh, chances are it would have been sometime around 2023. Looks like it may have been uh, maybe around 2020 this blend was uh, initially released. Uh, so that is going to be my number five. Once again, that was the Caldwell Lost and Found Forever Fresh, uh, particularly that Lonsdale Vitola. Coming in at number four is going to be the Principal Martinique. Uh, this was a cigar that we had shipped previously in our black boxes this year, and it was the first time that I had smoked it prior to going into those black boxes. Um, it features an Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper, Dominican Monte Plata binder, uh, two types of Dominican filler and Nicaraguan filler. And what was really great about this cigar was that it was uh, Cigar Journal's number 19 Cigars of 2022. So great praise by uh, Cigar Journal. We featured the Lancero version of this cigar in our black boxes. And I was absolutely blown away by just how clean this cigar was. Uh, I'm a huge fan, as many of you know, of Ecuadorian Connecticut wrappers. And this one just was absolutely perfect. We got a fire truck going down the street. Hopefully everyone's okay. Uh, we've The Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper is wonderful. I'm a huge fan of anything principal. I think Darren has a, just a wonderful, unique palette. He produces cigars to me that just always resonate. Um, this one was, uh, I believe, I don't want to misspeak, but I believe this was blended at KBF uh, as many of his other cigars are. He just, not only does he blend really good cigars, but he is a paper collector by uh, master trade, I would say, and he collects a lot of old vintage paper, whether those are stock bonds, advertisement paper, cigar paper, uh, just all sorts of really, really cool things. We were fortunate enough to visit his home this year in Tennessee, and uh, we did just a walkthrough of all his old archives and just a small collection of the stuff that he has and just absolutely amazing. And so all that to say, not only his cigars are really good, but the branding behind his cigars. We stri we shipped in 2022 the Strafhanger, uh, I believe is what it's called, but it include the the bands were bus tickets, uh, old vintage London bus tickets. And it's just a really cool piece of history that he's able to incorporate into uh, most of, if not all of his releases. And I'm pairing, I forgot to mention, I'm pairing this cigar with a Dominican coffee. Uh, I was down at the Dominican Republic over the Thanksgiving holiday, and uh, we actually visited a small collective uh, of coffee growers, and I was able to plant coffee beans that day that will eventually then be donated to uh, coffee farmers. And with that, we've, we ventured into this really cool boutique coffee and chocolate store and I picked up this wonderful Dominican, uh, excuse me, wonderful Dominican coffee uh, and just absolutely blown away. I don't really drink too many Dominican coffees, uh, but very pleasantly surprised and blown away with how good this coffee is. And it pairs great with this cigar. So coming in at number three, uh, this was a brand that many of you uh, reached out to me and said, hey, have you tried smoking this brand before or have you heard of this brand before? Uh, and I hadn't at the time. It was a brand that I had seen pop up uh, a lot on Instagram over the beginning months of 2023 and uh, finally was fortunate enough to grab some. And that's going to be the West Tampa Tobacco Company, specifically the company that everyone was saying to try. Uh, the first one that I had tried in their lineup is the West Tampa Tobacco Red. It's a Mexican San Andreas wrapper with Dominican binder and filler. And I 
phenomenal. This was a, the top three for me and new to me in 2023 are almost all interchangeable, which is why I originally wasn't going to say that these were going to be in any order. Uh, you know, it was hard to narrow to five, but then it was even harder to select five through one. Um, so West Tampa Tobacco is uh, made by uh, Rick Rodriguez. He has a uh, long, impressive career with General Cigars. And this was um, made in the uh, Nicaraguan factory. And it's just, it's a cigar that, it, it, it has strength to it, but it doesn't smoke like a full-bodied cigar. So if you're someone who maybe only enjoys, you know, mild plus to medium cigars, I would highly recommend the West Tampa Tobacco Red Label. Uh, so if you're confused, it's literally the one that has a red label on it. Um, you know, nothing crazy. Doesn't say red on it, but it actually has a red band on it. Uh, once again, it says it's a full-bodied cigar, but I would say it's more medium, maybe slightly medium plus but deep earth flavors to it, wonderful chocolate notes, uh, touch of like old leather to it. it, it to me, it reminisces, is reminiscent of uh, aged tobacco, but I don't know if it actually does have aged tobacco in it. But it just, it has those dark earth, deep earth, deeply rich leather notes to it, uh, which I found absolutely blown me, blew me away. Uh, we were fortunate enough to meet with the West Tampa Tobacco guys at PCA, and I'm glad to say that we will be having West Tampa cigars coming to your boxes in 2024. Uh, and so I was very, very happy to meet up with those guys, uh, be introduced with them and, and sit down and talk with them. I love those, uh, their story. Uh, I met with a couple of their people there, just kicked it off immediately. And I think we're going to have a wonderful partnership for 2024. So uh, be on the lookout for West Tampa tobacco cigars coming to your boxes in uh, 2024. Really, really excited to, uh, to go through more of their uh, lineup and uh, see what they've got coming out for 2024. Coming in at number two is a cigar that I had only just smoked recently as of, I want to say maybe August of this year. Uh, we were in uh, Tennessee once again, and we went over to a cigar lounge. And it's a cigar that, for whatever reason, I didn't gravitate towards, maybe because it has a celebrity influence to it or, or uh, persona with it uh, and kind of maybe that pushed me away or you know I don't know what it was but uh, coming in at number two is the Espinosa Knuckle Sandwich Habano and this was a cigar that like I said uh, it's made with Guy Fieri uh, and Espinosa it's their kind of collaboration cigar together huge fan of Guy so I, I don't know why I didn't immediately rush out to get it um, I believe this was released last year, uh, 2022 at PCA. Um, I believe, yeah, that's when it came out because I remember seeing Guy there. Uh, maybe it wasn't the Habano, but maybe another version of it. He's got three uh, three different blends now uh, for the Knuckle Sandwich. And we smoked two different blends that day. We smoked the Connecticut and we smoked the Habano. And man, this is probably one of, if not my favorite Habanos that I have ever smoked. It was uh, it, first off, it features an Ecuadorian Habano wrapper over Nicaragua binder and filler, and it is made with uh, Espinosa and AJ for at the AJ Fernandez factory. And it just, the deep cinnamon notes, I mean, cinnamon bomb, touch of cream. Uh, I'm trying to think of the other, uh, there's some citrus and floral notes to it. It, it has a, so many 
notable flavor profile changes throughout the cigar as you smoke it. You know, if, if you're one who doesn't necessarily pick up on uh, flavor changes throughout the cigar, maybe you're only, you know, just tastes like a good cigar to you, or you pick up that initial note, but then you don't notice transitions throughout the cigar, highly recommend grabbing the Knuckle Sandwich Habano because you are definitely going to pick up those flavor transitions throughout the cigar. And it's one that you'll pick up that cinnamon and then you'll get citrus and then it'll come back to the cinnamon uh, and then maybe you'll get cream on the retro and just wonderful kind of back and forth throughout the cigar. And I'm glad to say that this is going to be a cigar that I'm certainly going to look to get in boxes in 2024 as well. Um, was just talking with Eric Espinosa the other day and uh, kind of picking things back up with them and, and starting to get some of the amazing blends that Espinosa has to offer uh, back in our boxes for 2024. So really excited for that. Um, and I'm certainly going to look to get the knuckle sandwich uh, in some boxes for 2024 as well. And we're going to round things off with my favorite cigar that I smoked in 2023. Uh, and that's going to be the Room 101 13th Anniversary. Uh, I smoked this cigar. I don't think it was a podcast. I think I just came out and smoked it. I believe it was early in 2023 because I remember smoking it in the garage here and when it was cold out. And boy, I regret not picking this cigar and smoking this cigar up when it initially came out because it was one of those cigars that I immediately said, this is box worthy. I Googled, jumped on my websites that I normally uh, you know, go on to buy boxes of cigars and it was sold out. I even reached out to Matt matt at room 101 cigars to see if i could get some and he's like nope these are all sold out so this is a fully nicaraguan puro uh nicaraguan wrapper binder and filler uh this is a yearly release that uh room 101 does uh with the 2023 version being the 14th edition um 15th edition will be 2024 uh he dubbed this release the stinky pinky uh, it was made at uh, AJ Fernandez factory in Nicaragua and it was limited to just 1500 boxes. Uh, if you're wondering what this one looked like, this was the pink band of uh, the room 101 anniversary. Uh, once again, a lot of these cigars that I smoked, the forever fresh, the Tampa red, the 13th anniversary, all feature just deeply rich earth leather. I'm going to go on a limb and say aged tobacco for all of these releases um, just adds a layer of complexity to the cigar that was just noticeable uh, throughout. There was some just wonderful, like heavy cream notes in that uh, 13th anniversary. There are, there's been a few cigars over the last few years that when I smoke it, I immediately go, I need a box. And I immediately pull up and see if I can find a box to purchase. Uh, and so it's kind of one of those things that stinks when you smoke a cigar a few years after its release, uh, especially if it's a limited edition like the 13th anniversary. And it's just no longer available. Uh, and uh, so I need to smoke the 14th anniversary. I think I'm behind the trend. I have it. I haven't smoked it yet. Um, hopefully, if it's just as good as the 13th, there are boxes available for it. So come the 15th anniversary, I need to smoke that immediately when it's released so I can see if I can pick up a box if it's box worthy. And with that, we are going to jump into a, uh, a new segment here. Uh, we want to start to incorporate some of the latest news uh, in the cigar industry uh, throughout these episodes. Keep y'all updated uh, on what's going on in the world of cigars. And the one that stood out to me the most is uh, an article Halfield posted on December 7th, and that's House Resolution Introduced to Exempt Premium Cigars from FDA Regulation. 
Uh, we all know the fight that PCA and Cigar Rights of America, CRA, have been doing, and, and many other uh, cigar advocates uh, have been fighting against uh, the uh, FDA to fight the regulation of premium cigars and stop those from being lumped in with smokeless tobacco and cigarettes. And so we have a resolution introduced by a uh, Brian Donalds out of Florida uh, to the joint resolution HJ resolution 99, which would provide a definition of premium cigars and state that the term tobacco product does not mean a premium cigar. Uh, he goes he goes on to say to qualify as a premium cigar, a tobacco product must meet the following requirements is wrapped in a whole tobacco leaf, contains 100 percent tobacco leaf binder, contains at least 50 percent of filler by weight, long filler tobacco, is handmade or hand rolled uh, with no machinery being used apart from simple tools, has no filter or non tobacco tip does not have a characterizing flavor other than tobacco, contains only tobacco, water, and vegetable gum, which is what they use um, a lot of times to, to seal the cap on the cigar um, or you know touch up any per imperfections on the cigar, um, and weighs no more than six pounds per 1,000 units. That last one, not too sure what that means, but I imagine uh, he's a lot smarter than me in terms of these kind of regulatory styles, so that I'm, I imagine... Uh, that there is a, uh, a purpose for that being in there. Um, so this was added to it. Uh, there's 10 co-sponsors to it. And essentially what I believe from the article that this is uh, just basically trying to add specific definitions uh, to what a premium cigar is, uh, because you can't really expect separate regulations unless you define what premium cigars are. Um, and this would allow... Um, tobacco cigar manufacturers to put a particular label on their premium cigars to allow them to be exempt from uh, cigarettes and vapeless or smokeless tobacco products and allow those products to be regulated um, by the FDA or specific regulations by the FDA and allow premium cigars to um, uh, kind of be in their own separate category. So be interesting to see what comes with that proposed um, regulation or proposed amendment uh, and see how PCA, C CRA, and other companies kind of uh, sponsor that. So let's go ahead and jump into my top five new releases of 2023. Uh, these are going to be cigars specifically that came out this year. Uh, and coming in at number 10, excuse me, Jesus, I'm really pushing the game on myself. Coming in at number five is going to be the Casa 1910 Solidera Edition. This was um, particularly the Robusto for me. Five and... Uh, 5x50 Robusto, uh, made at Tabaclara La Isla. It features a uh, Ecuadorian Connecticut shade wrapper with a Dominican binder. Uh, and then the filler contains Dominican tobacco as well as Mexican tobacco. Uh, this cigar, I was fortunate enough to smoke a, a test blend or a pre-release back in 2022. Uh, but then it didn't officially come out until early 2023 this year. And I was blown away. This was the first uh, project that Casa 1910 had done at Tabacalera La Isla. So, you know, I was excited about that. And it features, it's medium in strength, um, despite being an Ecuadorian Connecticut shade wrapper. It, it I want to say it's like not your grandfather's Connecticut because of the touch of Mexican tobacco 
that uh, Manolo and uh, Ostos put in the binder. It just adds a little bit, takes it from that mild to medium, gives a little bit of body, a little bit of defining characteristics with that Mexican tobacco in there. The Solidera edition is what's created to honor three brave women who fought fiercely to liberate their country during the Mexican Revolution. Um, and each of those three women are represented by the name of the Vitola. Uh, and so each Vitola has a different name honoring uh, each one of those women's who women who fought during the Mexican Revolution. Uh, once again, I love the story that Casa 1910 is able to tell of Mexican heritage and Mexican culture and history through uh, the naming of each of their cigars. It's it's purposeful. It's meaningful. You can tell that each blend that Manolo puts out is not just to put out a blend, right? It's almost as if he starts with the story first, um, whether it be uh, who he wants to honor or what portion of Mexican culture or history he wants to represent. And then he sits down and blends the cigar based off of that. And it's 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 an added layer that when you read the story behind the name of the cigar adds to how great the cigar is. Um, I found myself smoking this. I was just recently in November at the 2023 Casa 1910 experience, uh, which you'll be seeing more uh, video and footage from that. Uh, I was the cameraman behind the scene as Ramsey was not able to uh, to join us or join me for that one. So I was in charge of uh, videos and photography. So if you notice that it's not as good as it was last year, uh, you can blame me because he wasn't there to do all the great hard work that he does. Um, but I found myself just gravitating through this cigar throughout the uh, the trip. Uh, you know, obviously we had every Casa 1910 cigar that we couldn't or wanted to smoke, uh, but I just kept coming back to the Solidera edition. And so once again, this came out early of 2023. We were fortunate enough to uh, to get those in our boxes. And I think we were one of the first tobacco people in general to be able to get their hands on that cigar. So that was truly um, honored to be able to, uh, I don't want to say we released it first, but be one of the first people that were able to get their hands on that cigar. Uh, and it's one that I still find myself smoking today. Uh, my favorite Casa 1910 is definitely the Chuchilo Parado, but I think this is probably number two uh, in terms of my favorite cigars in their portfolio. Uh, and that's why it comes in at number five of my favorite uh, new releases of 2023. Coming in at number four is going to be the Luciano Foreign Affair. Um, and I particularly love the Corona Vitola for this cigar, although the other Vitolas are equally as good. But there's just something about a 42 ring gauge that just resonates with me. Uh, this features an Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper over Ecuadorian and Nicaraguan binder, uh, and then Costa Rican, Dominican, and Nicaraguan filler. Uh, I, I was fortunate enough to uh, smoke this cigar shortly before it was officially released earlier, um, or I smoked it earlier this year, and uh, just smoked it and the word gets thrown a lot around a lot, but that's Cuban-esque. And this cigar certainly falls into that category. Uh, I don't like using the word Cuban-esque because it is certainly overdone and overused. But so I use it sparingly for some blends. Another one with great one is the Sereno Wayfarer. To me, that's a great representation of a um, new world Cuban-esque cigar. And I think the Foreign Affair falls right into that category. It's leathery, it's cedary, it's got hay to it, it's got enough body to make it interesting uh, without going too far um, into that kind of medium plus to full 
uh, range. And it's a cigar that you could smoke every day. Uh, they've got multiple different Vitolas for this one. Uh, let me get these pulled up to, to tell you here. Uh, they've got a Bellicoso, a Tora Extra. The Rothschild is probably my second favorite Vitola for this one. And then obviously they've got the Corona. And uh, it was one, like I said, I smoked it right before it officially came out. And I was really excited to see just the uh, excitement and um, appreciation that this blend got. Uh, and so I've just been working with uh, the guys over at Luciano Cigars now and uh, expect to see the Foreign Affair come into your boxes soon in 2024. Uh, and so it was just, I had to get, I had to get it in boxes. It was just that good that I needed to get it to everyone, uh, to get their hands on to smoke. And so really excited to bring that cigar to you, uh, in 2024. So stay tuned, uh, and be on the lookout for that cigar in your boxes in the near future. And I'm noticing a trend here. Uh, I'm, most of these cigars have been in boxes this year or will be. Uh, I didn't realize that until just now. So, uh, that's really exciting to see <laughs> for me. Uh, but coming in at number three is going to be a limited edition cigar that came out in 2023, and that's going to be the Crown Heads Mil Diaz Marinitos uh, Edition Limitada 2023. Uh, this year's uh, limited edition of the Marinitos is the E648. Uh, it's a six and one eighth by 48. Uh, features an Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper. Uh, the binder is Nicaraguan, and the filler is going to be Nicaraguan, Peruvian, and Costa Rican. Uh, this cigar is a limited edition to the uh, Mil Diaz brands brand. The Mil Diaz Marinitos came out, I believe, 2022 was the first time they came out with Mil Diaz Marinitos. Uh, I enjoyed it, but I wasn't I wasn't floored. It was really good on its own. It didn't eclipse the standard Mil Diaz for me. Uh, but the 2023 version of this one blew me away. I've smoked this cigar several times now. Um, it's one that I gravitate towards, uh, you know, afternoon. It's not going to be necessarily one I smoke in the morning, but I really love it like after lunch or after dinner. It just accompanies kind of food to me really, really well. It also pairs really well with spirits. So if you're a bourbon drinker, a rum drinker, uh, I think it probably even go well with non he not non-heavily peated scotches. I think this cigar could really go well with. Um, but it goes on to say... Uh, it's similar. It, it utilizes the original Mil Diaz binder and filler tobaccos, but that Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper sets it apart from uh, the regular Mil Diaz line. Uh, and it was limited to 12 or 2,500 12 count boxes. Uh, and it was made in Nicaragua. And that cigar, like I said, if you had had a chance to smoke on it, we were fortunate enough to get our hands on some and include it in um, some boxes this year. So if you've got it, definitely go ahead and smoke it. If you haven't smoked it yet, uh, I think these are still floating around. So you should be able to get your hands on it. Um, I think it's a great cigar for the winter. If it's not too cold being a uh, six and one eighth length, you know, it's certainly got a little bit longer of a smoke time. So if it's not too chilly in your area, or uh, if you're like some of our members who have a uh, tent set up, looking at you, Sam, uh, if you've got that tent set up, you can enjoy this all year round. But uh, be sure to grab this cigar and enjoy it come the winter season. Coming in at number two for me is a cigar that we were uh, able to launch uh, this year. And many of you uh, got this in your boxes. Uh, we teamed up once again with Joshua over at PCA. Um, this was created to celebrate his 10th anniversary of lobbying. 
and that's going to be the Liberty Cigars Lobbyist Toro. Uh, this was made with in conjunction uh, between Josh and Liberty Cigars. And um, the story behind the cigar, obviously, it's Josh's 10th anniversary of lobbying cigars with uh, PCA. And uh, the term lobbying actually comes from Grant's presidency, uh, where he would sit in the lobby of the Willard Hotel smoking cigars and drinking branding, brandy. Uh, and that's how the term lobbyist would be formed, because people would come to him uh, as he was smoking cigars at that hotel and lobby um, different portion, you know, whatever it may be that they were lobbying for. Um, since he was president, they wanted his favor. Um, they would come and try to influence his policy. And that's where the term lobbying came from. Uh, this was a six by 50 Toro made in the Dominican Republic featuring Ecuadorian Desflorado wrapper, Sumatra binder, Nicaraguan Habano and Dominican Piloto Cubano filler. Um, notes of roasted nuts, spices, citrus were dominant throughout this cigar. Um, and it just, it was a cigar that I was honored to release. We had done Joshua's typewriter previously. Um, and we, he approached us again, seeing if we wanted to release this lobbyist and Liberty cigars is a brand that was near and dear to me as they are, um, or, or are near where I used to live in Georgia, uh, just a stone's throw away. So it was really, really cool to partner up with them and release this cigar. Absolutely amazing brand. All their artwork is hand done. Uh, and, and each box, if you order from their website is, you know, contains a hand note. Their boxes are just absolutely beautiful. Their bands are beautiful. Uh, and this one is no different. The artwork of Grant is just absolutely stunning. Almost each piece is a, um, you know, an artwork in and of itself. And so it was really great to work with Liberty Cigars and Josh to be able to introduce this cigar to you. And I have seen many people say that this is their top cigar of 2023. When we do our uh, top 10 cigar club cigars of 2023 rated by you all, uh, I'll be very surprised if this cigar isn't in the top 10, and I expect it to be in the top five as well. Uh, we're going to be doing that episode uh, early January, so stay tuned for that one. Um, one of my favorite episodes that we do each year, uh, because we'll take all of the ratings that each and every one of you do on the cigars that you receive and you know uh, compile all of that data to uh, take a look at what the top 10 was. So that cigar was great. Uh, I was pleasantly surprised. Um, to see that cigar be in a lot of y'all's top 10. And I look to look forward to see what those ratings will look like when we do that episode next year, early next year. It's crazy. I can't believe January or 2024 is, is we're almost, when I'm recording this now, it's, it's pretty much halfway there. It, this year has absolutely flown by. Coming in at number one, my favorite 2023 release is going to be the Principal Cigars White Gold. Uh, this was a cigar that I had only smoked recently, uh, going back to that trip to Nashville when we were at Darren's house. We shot an amazing uh, podcast. I think we shot two podcasts there even, uh, but we sat down for dinner. Uh, Darren had this amazing feast of charcuterie, different types of food, and, and certainly all his different cigars laid out. And the white big gold, excuse me, the white gold captured my attention beautiful artwork on a beautiful wrapper on this cigar. So I picked it up, lit it up as we were eating and just was floored by how good this cigar was. Uh, it features an Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper, Dominican Monte Plata binder, three different types of Dominican filler, and one filler from Zimbabwe, which 
I don't know if I've ever had a Zimbabwe, Zimbabwean filler in a cigar before, uh, but this cigar made at KBF is a standalone project that he does. He basically releases um, each year a different um, gold series cigar based off the band. He's had gold band before. This is the white band um, that came out this year. It is a six by 50. Uh, I want to call that like a Toro, almost a Robusto extra. Uh, but this cigar is a top standout for me. Uh, every time I think about that trip to Nashville and that dinner with Darren, I think of this cigar. I smoked um, the Martinique Lancero that night. I smoked the um, the little flechette that he just came out with, which if you haven't picked up the flechette yet uh, by principle, go get it. That thing is an amazing cigar. Um, Darren describes the flechette as a cigar to smoke before you figure out what cigar you want to smoke. Uh, don't be turned away by that thin ring gauge or the length of that cigar. Uh, it is box worthy through and through. Uh, we smoked that cigar and just every time I think of what we smoked that night, I go back to the white gold. It is everything that I would want in a Connecticut cigar. It's made at KBF. So that alone makes it stand out to me. I'm a huge fan of KBF. Uh, as a couple of these releases have been from KBF, and a couple of these releases specifically are are with Principal Cigars. Um, but it it's it's a limited edition cigar, so if you haven't had it yet, go out, find it. Uh, I think he's got them on his website still, so you're able to buy those. And it's just, even if you're not a fan of Connecticut cigars, grab this cigar, and I think, I think it will change your perspective of what Connecticut's bring. It's light but it's got body to it. It's got flavor transitions. It's creamy. It's got depth of flavor due to aged tobacco that you get at KBF. Um, and I would love nothing other than to smoke a Purito of that Zimbabwe tobacco that he included in the filler because I want to see specifically what that tobacco is bringing to the cigar. Having no other prior knowledge of smoking Zimbabwe tobacco... I don't know what it brings. And I couldn't particularly pick it out as I was smoking it because we were at dinner. You know, there's a lot of conversation going on. There was food being eaten. Um, we were drinking and I had smoked several cigars throughout the day. Um, so I need to revisit that cigar and think about, you know, what what am I getting in this cigar that I don't normally get in other cigars? Knowing the uh, the wrapper and the binder and the filler, seeing if I can kind of pick out that particular tobacco um, and see kind of the flavor that it would bring to the cigar. I need to reach out and see if Darren has uh, any Purito of that Zimbabwean tobacco, or maybe he can even go on to explain specifically why he included that. But it was so different. It was so unique. Um, certainly one of uh, my favorite Connecticut's all time, uh, but definitely my favorite cigar that I smoked in 2023. Now, Narrowing it down to these top five was really, really difficult. There are a lot of amazing releases that came out in 2023 that, you know, could easily be interchanged with, you know, the top three or, you know, the five through three of this list. So by all means, there are some amazing releases that came out in 2023. Uh, and there are amazing releases that that came out in 2023 that I just didn't have time to smoke. Um, so it's one of those things that, you know, there's only so much time that uh, we all have to smoke. And that's kind of why I enjoy doing these because, um, you know, 
some of these releases, maybe y'all haven't smoked yet. And I know there's going to be a lot of releases that came out in 2023 that probably made your top five um, that I didn't have a chance to smoke yet. So by all means, in the comments below, I would love to see uh, kind of a breakdown. I would love to see what your top five new to you cigars were uh, for 2023. And then heck, give me an enter, give me a little line space and let me know your favorite cigars that were new to 2023 that you smoked. Um, I'd love to see what those are. Maybe there'll be some cigars um, that I haven't had a chance to smoke yet that I'll be able to pick up from that and, and smoke. Um, and then from those uh, comments below, um, I'll pick a, uh, we'll pick a winner and we'll send you out a five pack of our December customs, which if it hasn't been shipped yet by the time this podcast comes out, should be shipping shortly. We are waiting the arrivals, uh, arrival of those cigars as we film this. So hopefully those will be in your hands here shortly. But that cigar is made with HVC and I think it is the absolute perfect winner cigar uh, so really looking forward to that. So yeah, let us know in the comments below the top five new to you cigars of 2023 and your top five new releases of 2023. We'll go ahead and pick a winner and ship you out a five pack of our December customs. But let's go ahead and jump into the question of the show. Uh, this comes from Joe Burtz and uh, they want to know what are the best cigars for around $20? Uh, great price point, I think. Uh, you start to hit more into that high end price point um, you know, I think there are, are amazing cigars at like $8, amazing cigars at $16, and then $20 would kind of be that next price break point for me. Uh, I would say certainly um, a lot of Davidoff releases. Love the Davidoff Yamasa. I love Atabay, uh, the Byron series as well. All of those are going to start to break into that ultra premium range at $20. Uh, a Toro Fuente, Fuente Opus X are wonderful 20 plus dollar cigars if you can find them and are really i think 20 dollars to me is when i start to push into um celebratory cigars so cigars that i'm not just gonna usually pick up and and smoke on a regular day i, I usually gravitate towards those um for you know birthdays holidays celebrations now it's something that i'm trying to get better at because i i just want to smoke good cigars and, and you know, don't want to always save a ultra premium cigar for a celebratory day. But those would be three brands that uh, I would certainly gravitate towards. Uh, and another one just released by us, Shameless Plug, is going to be our Reserva 723 series. Uh, this is a uh, cigar that features tobacco that has been aged for a minimum of 20 years. So if you're looking for something truly unique, um, I would highly recommend the Reserva 23. If you were fortunate enough to smoke our Reserva 710 series last year, um, definitely pick up the 723. It's a different blend. Last year's tobacco, I believe, was aged minimum of 16 or 18 years. Um, different Vitola, different blend entirely. So it's not just um, going to be a similar or the same cigar, but a different size. This is a completely different blend. Um, and I think stands out from 710 as well. I I uh, went on to, to say that the 723 blend the umami, mushroomy, kind of dusty leather book notes are still there. But I think this creamy element starts to um, take the forefront of that smoke. Um, certainly as you start to get into the uh, second and final thirds of that cigar, the, that mushroomy kind of note takes a, a, a backseat to flavor profile um, that I think wasn't present in 710. So that would be another really good one. That could be found on our site. Um, so I think all of those cigars are, are and brands are, are going to be great at that $20 plus mark. Um, so 
Uh, that's it. Thank you all for joining us for my top five uh, new to me cigars of 2023, as well as my top five cigars released in 2023. Um, stay tuned as we get into the new year. We're going to be taking a little holiday break here. Um, but as soon as that new year hits, we're going to be kicking out our top 10 cigars rated by you, the Cigar Club family, uh, as well as we're going to be going over and doing an episode on the top cigars, uh, top 10 cigars of Cigar Aficionado. So I'm going to be ignoring uh, as best as I can the internet results um, as Cigar Aficionado releases their top 10 and top 25. Um, and then a lot of y'all had discussed uh, previously us to do uh, an episode or include in that episode uh, maybe Half Wheels Top 10 or uh, Cigar Journal's Top 10. So we're going to be looking at a couple other publications, uh, Top Cigars of 2023 and going through those. We have found that Cigar Aficionado tends to be not one that um, really resonates with most cigar smokers and something like Half Wheel or Cigar Journal's Top Cigars of the Year tend to be more um, based on cigar smokers and, and what kind of everyday people are smoking and, and see a little bit more variety in the brand. So we're going to go ahead and include that in that episode as well. So thank you all for joining us uh, for another episode of the Clark Cigar Club podcast. It has been a fantastic year for 2023. A couple of y'all had sent me your um, Cigar Club podcast Spotify wrapped. Some of you were point one or 0.01% top listeners with several thousand hours of listening to the Cigar Club podcast. So thank you all for your support, continued support, whether you're listening to us on Spotify, Apple Music, wherever Spotify or wherever podcasts can be listened to, as well as all of you that listen and watch us on our YouTube channel and interacting in the comments below. Thank you all who are in our Discord, who send us emails, anyone that has supported us over the years. Thank you. We look forward to bringing you some amazing projects in 2024, amazing cigars in 2024. Happy holidays, everyone. Happy smoking. And until next time, take care.